Welcome to A Battle Within, episode number 52. I'm Drew Neiman. Today on A Battle Within, Terry, my wife, and the inspiration for the program, and I will be exploring resiliency. We explore this word and its practices as one tries to heal. We talk about Terry's strategies and her role models in this arena as a few points, as well as building a support system. But first, A Battle Within is about our life experiences and those of our guests living with and healing from traumatic brain injuries with an emphasis on post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. The conversations are real, raw, and uncensored from the survivor and the caregiver perspectives. From time to time, we also get medical professionals involved so they can offer their expertise as well. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and to help those in the battle, whether that is you, the warrior, or you, the caregiver. One way to do that is to share, so please do share. On a side note, if you haven't already done so, be sure to listen in to episode number 51 from last week. Joanne Silver-Jones, the author of Headstrong, offers her fascinating story to us. It is a very good book that has received nothing but five stars up until this point, and you can find out more about Joanne at joannejonesauthor.com, and I'll put a link in the show notes to the book as well. As always, we hope you find that the information offered here is useful. Remember that Terry and Drew, we are not medical professionals. We're offering our own experiences, perspectives, and information we have learned along the way via our research. Here we go, on to the chat about resiliency. Hello, Terry. How are you? Hi, Drew. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I wanted to talk about something today that's been on my mind for the last couple of weeks. It's part of this journey that we, we've been on here. Yep. And I had a couple of questions that rose out of it that I would like to discuss with you a little bit, get some of your input, and that type of thing, right? Yep. Over the last almost year now, we have spoken to many different people mm. who are frankly quite different and have had different kinds of injuries, yourself included, who choose to be so positive in nature. Yeah. And it's very intriguing to me. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been asking myself the question is, how did they, yourself included, get to this point in your healing? And in some cases, it also included the caregivers, family members, support uh, folks that we have spoken to, you know, what was the common denominator mm. is the question I'm yeah. asking myself, right? Yeah. As of this recording, we have actually spoken to 23 people on this podcast mm -hmm. and many more people at events via the telephone and online since mm -hmm. we started this journey. I think it comes down to one word. Okay. okay. That word is resiliency. So that's what I would like to speak today. Does that sound like a good topic for you? Yeah, it's, this is pretty cool. Yeah? All right. You think we're on to something here then? Well, I think it's cool that you looked into, like, what's the common denominator well, here? Well, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. It's nothing more than my own Fun. observations, that type of thing. Right. I think I'm- You're not a scientist. No, I am not a scientist, but I think I'm pretty spot on here. Okay. Because of this, I did some research oh, as to- Of course Because oh, I always do- <laughs> I always do, after, you know, in looking into the topics or whatever, but after I've 
thought of the word resiliency, I started looking up what it was like and thing, and I learned a few things. It's actually been mm-hmm. studied. Okay. So before we dig into that, I, I thought it would be kind of a good idea to talk about it a little bit in terms of setting up what exactly it is. So resiliency is really the capacity to quickly recover from difficulties, toughness, or the ability to spring back into shape. My opinion, it's a it's a word that's used way too often these days. You hear it a lot in the sports world as well. Do you think so? For the sports world, or uh, just, just in general, do you re- think the the word is overused? To be honest, I never really gave it too much thought. Okay. But in thinking about it, I see that it could be possible that it's overused. Okay, but you just haven't picked up on it. Maybe that's because you're not quite the sports fan I am. (laughs) True. (laughs) I do like sports. Okay. Yeah, but you don't watch it like I do. No. You're right. So every time, you know, somebody, some team or player gets in trouble, they're facing adversity and their resilience is amazing, you know, blah, 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 the good teams. Okay. So you hear it all the time. Yeah. Right. Outside of sports, what does resiliency look like? It's really not a clear thing, right? It's a it's a reaction to a traumatic or extremely challenging event. And I think it could be quite different depending on the situation as well. Make sense to you? Yeah. But I do think there's traits. I think coping skills, a growth mindset, strength, flexibility, internal responsibility and the ability to face the adversity head on instead of running from it are some of those traits. Do you think there's any that I'm missing there? I mean, you're the expert. I don't feel like I'm an expert. No, but you've lived it. You've been very resilient over the years here. Thank you. I don't know. I've never really soul searched (laughs) one on even myself, like looking at myself as not. This is actually, as you're talking, I'm just like a sponge and just taking it in right now. Okay. So, and I'm thinking about it, but my thoughts about how I am, I never thought about that. If I give you a few uh, pointers or things that I learned in my research, mm-hmm. maybe it'll ring some bells and you'll be able to offer some of your perspectives there then. Oh, sure. Okay. I will always try my best for you. <laughs> so some of the things that I learned as it pertains to the TBI post-concussive community. Mm-hmm is that in recent years, there's actually been multiple studies around this. And in the studies, most of them have found that there's a positive change over time when the folks are resilient. Okay. I'll post these articles in the show notes for you folks out there if you want to go down the rabbit hole. The fact that most of these studies are determining that there's positive change over time from resilient warriors, that's probably that's a positive thing, do you think? It's promising. Oh, yeah. I thought so. Some of the things I learned is resilience can be developed and or strengthened. It's not like something you're born with. Okay. And you can work your way into it. So if you're having struggles, it is something you can build. Okay. Which would make sense for the growth mindset would be a good example of that. Yep. It has substantial health benefits, including reduced stress and anxiety. Fighter personality is a trait of both the warrior and the families that are involved. Having good support relationships tend to help the warriors be healthier and then more resilient. Those who are resilient rebound and have less of a financial strain on society. Can you see this being the case? Yeah, well, they're less in the system. 
Yeah. And self-reliant. Or they might try to bow through something maybe longer than they should before they see it. Well, that's a good point. That's mm-hmm. not a, that's a very good point, Terry. I hadn't thought of that. See, you do have some good thoughts around this, <laughs> even though I'm surprised you with this and you've never given it any consideration before. Some of the warriors actually thrive and excel in their ability to handle the adversity. When it's hitting the fan, they actually rise. That's one thing I always thought I was good at was working well under pressure and when things were tough. So yeah. I guess in a way, that aspect I've always carried. Oh, you, you have. Here's another one. Warriors who are more, quote unquote, looking forward focused and orientated have proven to be more productive. They and their caregivers also tend to be less complacent. How about this one? Believe that to be true? Yeah, I was constantly never quitting and striving to go what I have to do next. Being your own advocate type mm-hmm. of stuff too, right? Yeah. Those affected can keep a sense of humor during the difficult times as well. So like, you know, laughing at yourself, that kind of ability. How do oh, you do I'm here? very good there. That actually is probably a strength of mine. It's one of the qualities, according to the science, of being resilient is the ability to laugh at yourself, even in the hardest of times. I mean, you have to laugh at You have to laugh at me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently you do. It's hysterical. Some of the things that I do, what happens? Like, what else can you do? That's why I see it. I, I would agree with that. Having a sense of pursuit of meaningful goals also promotes a sense of identity, which gives a sense of purpose. This includes spiritual perspectives and gratitude. What say you here? Well, you know, I'm all about having purpose. That was where I struggled in the beginning. Right. When you lost the teaching gig. So I think that's critical and important. And what was the other? There was a part two after that. The gratitude. The gratitude. Well, you know how I feel about the gratitude. I, I feel like in order to have joy and feel happiness that you have to be grateful Just generally speaking. Generally speaking. Gratitude is critically important to look at your life in a positive way. But it's also intentional. You are intentionally working at that. I intentionally worked at it and still do. Right. And it's not easy at times. At times it's. And when it's not easy, that is when I actually strive to do it, to work at it even harder. Can you explain that a little bit? What do you mean? Might be going down a different path, but Yeah. yeah, I can explain it. So if. I'm human. Negative thoughts and things of being not grateful are going to pop into my head. And when they do, I listen to them and I'm there with them for a minute. But instead of dwelling on it and giving it any weight and time, which then kind of like grows, I flip it. I say, what's the exact opposite of this? Um, What can you be thinking instead? What, Terry, come on, what's positive? What is this? How is this serving you? And then I dig deep go the exact opposite, and I just keep repeating that. So basically it's changing your perspectives, like you're actually doing yeah. that, talking yourself into changing your own perspectives. Yeah, and it's work. And other times it's easy, but sometimes it's just like really work. Instilling also the sense of meaningful goals, the pursuit of it. We spoke about that just a minute ago. How important do you think the goals are? Well, I think people, I, like I don't write mine down. Right. We talked about that. And I could do better with that, but I have them. So I think goals are 
always should be a part of life. You should always be striving and having goals and dreams because then what? Another trait that they came up with the scientists here is that helping others actually builds and strengthens resiliency. We've seen that a million times over since we got involved in this. Where Sometimes I just think people are stronger when they know they're serving others and it's for a purpose for other people. I wouldn't want to ever let them down, but maybe it might be acceptable to let yourself down to start with because it's easier, I think, to love others than sometimes self-love. So I can see that. Resilient individuals also have a strong support system, or if they don't, they look to develop one and or have role models who have faced similar adversity. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Well, and I think that's important when you say they look to build one too, because a lot of times if you don't have one, then you could just blame everything on your circumstances. Well, so-and-so's grass over here is greener and they have, but the ones that do for themselves and make things happen, like, well, I'm not happy with that. I actually am that type of personality and Yes, I do have a support system here, but if I didn't have support in something or wanted something changed in my life, I'm not going to uh, bitch and moan about it. I'm going to make it happen. And like, what can I do then? If I don't like it, change it. Feel you feel it's broken, fix it. Because, you know, I read a great book one time. If you guys ever want a good book to read, everything is figure outable. So just think about it like that. Like if you want a support system, it's figure outable. All right. I guess I'm going to put that in the show notes too. Yeah, you should. It was yeah. an excellent. It's an excellent book. Okay. For just life in general. Yeah. Life in general. Okay. Mm-hmm. With this being said about having a good support system or working at finding one, right? And the role model compartment of it, which, you know, everybody has role models or should in different areas of their life, right? Yeah. Are there any role models that you've had along these lines? Yeah. Significant person that stood out in my mind recently was Candace with Mind Your Brain Conference mm-hmm. when she was the keynote speaker at the one we went to. I was sat there in literally awe of all she's accomplished. And she stood in front of us looking like the triathlete that she is and speaking so beautifully, her story and helping others. That was really my first. I was, right. uh, there were others, but that was Right. Other people who Relatable, have inspired you. Right there. Yeah. In my, it just, it hit, hit me so hard in yeah. a good way. Well, I think that's great. In closing here, just to talk a little bit about that, keeping a, a positive outlook and a sense of humor obviously go a long way for ro- emotional resilience and uh, kind of ge- keeps you out of the depressed state a lot of the times, right? Yeah. Do you agree that that's the case from the way you felt in the past? To laugh at yourself? Yeah, and to try to remain positive that works to help you stay out of the depressive state. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because the alternative is to be totally upset and down about every little thing or be your own worst enemy, like picking on yourself and tearing yourself apart for things that really basically are not in your control, some of it. You know, yeah, your memory may stink. Yeah, you may be more forgetful, whatever the heck is going on with every symptom. But that's not your fault. And that's, you're working towards improving that. There's neuroplasticity. We know that. So remain hopeful. And when those things happen, spin it. Be active in it too. Be, yeah, spin it in a positive way and, and find that. Uh, 
some of it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you go in and you're like standing in the shower and you go, did I wash my hair? I don't remember if I washed my hair. It's wet. I don't know if it's washed. Me about to wash it again. And then learning that you just laugh. Like I probably washed my hair like three times. Um, but it's pretty clean. <laughs> I didn't know you did, you did that. I have to actually have a trick because I leave the top of the shampoo open so that I know I washed my hair. So that's an active coping skill, right? Active then, coping skill. Yeah. But I used to laugh about it. It'd be like standing in the shower and I either I can be very upset. Oh my gosh, look at this. It's terrible. I forgot and I can't remember. And wow, 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 wow. Which I could do. You know, I could very well fall into that. But instead, I would laugh about it like, this is ridiculous. Well, also, the other thing, too, now that you're saying that, is yeah. your little technique to tell you that you washed your hair mm-hmm. also keeps you from going to that place where you're beating yourself up. Yeah. Well, the special educator in me always comes out to, well, I, I think differently. I learn differently. What are those accommodations and modifications I need from my own darn life? I have little techniques. So before I close up shop here today, mm-hmm. Terry. Yeah. And now that we've talked about this a little bit, do you have any other thoughts that I might have missed or that came to mind? Because earlier on in the conversation, you were kind of absorbing it yeah, all. I was just absorbing yeah. it, which is what you want when you're not prepping me, right? <laughs> <laughs> just the shock look. <laughs> uh, resilient. Yeah, uh, actually, I do think I'm resilient. I think that's how I got the nickname Pitbull. Mm-hmm. And um, that was throughout my life. So when facing this, I took it on like anything else. You had a foundation to build from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could but still strengthen it. Yep. You can, mm-hmm. like you were saying, you can learn to do better. I have throughout this whole process. I have taught myself and learned and gone through self-development and improvement podcast and Kindle books and whatever I can do, because I was pretty determined that I wasn't going to stay there. I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to be sad. I wasn't going to be, um, status quo. Like this is it. This is as good as it gets. I still believe I'm heading in the direction of everyday healing and, and moving forward. I still believe it. it's still happening. Right. If you haven't noticed the last couple episodes from Jesse, I think on, yeah, I um a little bit more symptomatic. Yeah, but but it's getting a little bit better every day. Yeah, and it's another another battle. They might have noticed a difference sometimes, but most days we come on when I'm having a good day anyway. Yeah, right. You're kind of so, kind, of kind to me that way. I try to be. It's, <laughs> it's difficult when we have guests booked, though. You know, out of respect for their time. You know, sometimes. Yeah, we, that's yeah. why we continued with it with Jesse. Yeah, right. Because, exactly. Yeah, we always do that. Just a closing thought I have around this, Terry, is you know I understand that grief can be a very big obstacle, right? To Huge resi- obstacle, right? And and finding resiliency or working at it, right? And, yeah, this is all easier said. As you go along in your process a little bit, everybody's going to go through the process. Like, don't beat yourself up if you're not there, you're not doing it. Everyone's journey has to start somewhere. Right. And that was the, that's kind of the closing point is like, you know, no, it's not automatic. Yeah. You're, you know, you're weak out from your injury. No, there's other priorities at different yeah. times and, and stuff. Also, if you're dealing with pain and grief and pain, the combination, oh, or even just pain, any of those things can get in your way of clearer thoughts, positive thoughts feeling resilient, feeling strong even, those kind of things. There was a quote 
that our former first lady said, Michelle Obama. Okay. And I'll close it up with this. is right. It's a very simple quote, but it, it makes a world of sense. And this is it. Grief and resilience, they live together. So in order for you to be resilient, there has to be kind of the hurt first. You have something to overcome, right? Do you agree with that? Yeah. I had to think about it for a little bit, but yeah, that makes sense. Hey, the tagline, keep battling, is all about resiliency, right? So keep after it, folks. Absolutely. One day at a time. One minute at a time. All right. We'll close it up there, Terry. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com and on Facebook and Instagram at abattlewithin. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, please reach out to us at drew at abattlewithin.com or via Facebook Messenger. Tell us a little bit about your story and we'll be back in touch. Any ideas for episode topics? Reach out with those as well. Please take the time to subscribe to the podcast wherever you may listen and be sure to share with everyone in your life you think could benefit. Notes and resources for this particular episode are available at abattlewithin.com backslash 052. Until next time, for those healing, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Bye, guys. Take care, folks. Keep battling. Bye-bye.